Well, we are back for episode 12 of I Have a Lot of Friends with Brolin Devine. We are joined by my guest, uh, Thomas Tiveron. Am I saying that right? That's 100% correct. It is Thomas Tiveron. And the only thing in that intro that was incorrect is episode number 12. Um, we all know Brolin does not have 12 friends. Well, one was my sister. Shut the fuck up, Thomas. Yeah, we're in uh, Melbourne. Thomas is uh, visiting me uh, because he's been living in Brisbane, Australia. Thomas and I have known each other since, I believe, grade one. One time when Thomas and I were in grade one. Don't tell the story. I have to. Okay, fine. It's not going to be easy for you to hear. I know it's a traumatic experience, but it's part of our history. And so you sort of just we sort of just have to do it, live through it, and uh, learn from it, you know? It happened. All right. So in grade one, um, one time, I forget even why I was writing your name. I added an extra S to the end of his name and called him Tom Ass. Tom Ass. It wasn't nice. I can. He told the teacher on me. Of course. That piece of paper has haunted me for all these years. Because his mom hung it on the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) She had it framed. It's it's still on the fridge. Framed and put on the fridge. And anytime I misbehaved, she was like, you know what's under that scribble. And she beat him on his Tom Ass. Yeah. I ran for student council president with Jordan Davidson. You ran for student council vice president, which was a very weird choice for us because we were not into that sort of thing at all. Is that fair to say? The best thing we did um, on student council was sort of uh, fuck shit up. (laughs) It was um, bringing the... Was it PS2 at the time? Yeah, we, had, we, our just own, we had our own office. Yeah, they gave so we, us an office with a fully with, opaque block locking door. Remember when we used to always just bring uh, a large amount of assorted knives to school? Yeah. Okay, so we got into this, this thing one time that was very fun, and still would be fun if we did it now. I think it would be a l- more fun now. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, it's pretty fun then. We, we got into throwing knives, um, just kitchen knives from our parents' kitchen, like the big... Um, Oh, we brought like cleavers and chef knives, chef knives and stuff. Yeah, steak knives. Yeah, and we would uh, you know practice different throws <laughs> into yeah. the wall. There was a we didn't even. Oh no, we did put up. We put up a board. Yeah, but, but then it just ate half, through the board because we threw way halfway, too many knives. Yeah, we well, it was a thin board, and halfway through, we learned that every throw was going through the board and into the drywall mm-hmm. in this like in this office in uh, school. <laughs> so what do we do? We put poster over them. Yeah. Then eventually we did get busted and i think my dad came and had to re-drywall the wall yeah but uh, the teacher who busted us uh, Mr. was uh, very chill about it yeah and kind of oddly so because if if i had previously thought back and even actually my regular probably memory i wouldn't have thought um mr discovering 
that we were all bringing like five to six sharp knives in our knapsacks to school <laughs> every single day to like throw into the wall throw into things <laughs> throw into the wall we had like i remember we had different points and like we had like different uh it was like a, a bit of like darts where like the closer you got to the bullseye the better yeah we set up targets there was yeah. targets and then it was like if you could harpoon it like yeah, without yeah. spinning it yeah or... throw it with like a, a full like uh spin and stick it into the board but then yeah just throw it like um straight like an arrow like an arrow yeah and then like throwing them backwards or holding it by the blade eyes closed <laughs> eyes eyes closed is exactly the one you want we stopped playing because uh, chris simmons really fucked up his hand <laughs> <laughs> one knife handle came apart and he like really cut his hand bad it was funny though because, it wasn't funny but it was like a shitty like it wasn't shitty it was just, like a wooden knife handle that had like metal rivets to hold yeah. the wood to the blade yeah and the handle cracked and then it was like one of those rivets that sliced his hand. It wasn't even a blade. Like, it wasn't even a blade. It yeah, wasn't no. even a blade. It was, it was like, like a, he, a screw or a rivet or something. Yeah, like he sliced his hand on the handle of a knife. And then there was the time we used that room <laughs> to sleep over at the school. During exams. When nobody knew. <laughs> like not with anybody knowing we were doing it. It was just like a challenge to ourselves to like spend a full night in the school after it closed. Yeah. And we did. Yeah. And it, the funniest thing is we knew that the school was getting close to, like, we went to the office right after the school bell and we just hid in the room. We hid in the room because 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 we thought maybe a janitor would come in. Yeah. Uh, so we, we literally were like on, like laying on a shelf behind like boxes of cereal or something. We were under a table. Under a table with a tablecloth. Over like, it. So you like, couldn't see us if you, you came couldn't in. couldn't see if you opened with the, the lights room, off. Yeah, with the lights off until every single person left school. Then we realized we couldn't leave the room because we were afraid there was motion sensors or something. I think something. we sort of knew that beforehand. Yeah, no, because then all of a sudden we had to like pee in bottles because we forgot. But, but, but I think we, we sort of knew that beforehand. We, we brought, um, we brought um, yeah, bottles to pee in. And the plan was because there was a refrigerator with a freezer that if anybody had to have an emergency shit that they would just um, shit into a plastic bag and we'd put it in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we had a lot. Nobody of- did shit. But yeah, it sucked. I, I had and an then we ex- had exams the next morning. I had an English exam the next morning and realized after we were locked in there <laughs> that I had forgotten my books to study. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that you had forgotten your books. I failed it. I got like a, <laughs> a like 51 in that class, which is the kind of mark that, you know, the teacher just did you a solid. Worth it. Yeah, worth <laughs> it. And then it was so strange to walk out and everybody was there like they had gone home, gone to bed like a normal human. And then we were just had been there the whole time. Same clothes. Like, Same clothes. Just hadn't brushed our teeth. Just like candy a breath. Bag, a bag full of bottles of piss. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ever going to be a parent? You won't be able to. Thomas, Probably sterile. Thomas is married, but I guarantee still, I have a memory of him building this uh, a, a levitation machine in high school that levitated using a strong electric current that ran through it and created, it was sort of a triangle a shape and it created a, sort of an air vortex in the middle with, with a strong electric current and then would levitate off the ground. I think it's how Dyson fans work now, actually. Is it? Because it's like air ionization. Okay, well, so you can't get enough uh, electric current from a typical house plug, so you actually have to plug a computer monitor in, which converts it to even stronger electrical power. Yeah, it turns out that we could have almost, like, fried ourselves on the spot because we had to, like, take apart a, like, a CRT tube. Well, it said that. 
Yeah. It said, it said, don't do this without wearing linesman gloves, like the guys who work on the power lines. And you were doing it bare hand. And I watched you shock yourself <laughs> like four or five times. And and when you turned it on, all the TVs in the house would go staticky. Like it would like fuck up other electronics yeah. in the vicinity. And, if, and it was a levitating thing. All it had to do was just fly into your chest oh, and you would be dead. Oh, yeah, I know. You had to tether it down because if you touched it, it would... Yeah, it was like a for sure way to die. It made lightning if you fucked it up. Like it would like arc yeah, a couple serious inches. Which was cool. Mm. Um, but you're definitely sterile and you're definitely not able to have any babies. Yeah, no, it's definitely probably. That's how they sterilize fish with electricity. I remember that's what the teacher told you when you presented that project. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember too when we used to... Uh, either drive around in a van with no chairs and then drive funny and like everyone just be bailing into each other in the back. We thought like, we're like, hmm, like how, how slow do you have to go before you can jump out of a moving van oh. and keep running on spot? And like, how fast do you think people run? Let's like kilometers an hour. How fast does a fast person run? Probably like 15. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair to say. No, no. I would say, Maybe I would faster. say 30 kilometers an hour. Okay. Because I... Um, I'm in terrible health. When I was on the treadmill the other day, I'm I I'm talking about like a really fast person. We're in a vehicle that's going 30k an hour and we're thinking, ah, it's not very fast. Like it doesn't feel faster in the vehicle. <laughs> so people would jump out, hit the ground <laughs> running, trying to keep up and just fucking bail <laughs> right away. And like, like roll, flip like three times. We're lucky no one went under the back tires because oh, we were yeah. always jumping out of the side of a vehicle. Yeah. Uh, Justin, Justin Trudeau, you know what I know? He hikes. That's true. Yeah, you'll be. he's been seen not on a path out in the woods. Without his shirt on. Can I tell you something? Don't uh, wear a shirt. Can I, No, can I tell you something? This is a real thing. I don't think I should ever have to know uh, what my prime minister's nipples look like. Are you sure? Well, I mean, did you see the previous? Maybe Stephen <laughs> I wanted to see the previous one. <laughs> yeah. Him and honestly, uh, Jean Chrétien, I wouldn't mind. Oh. I bet Jean Chrétien has a sweet set on him. Oh, man. They're probably a little lower than I would expect, but that'd be fine. Supple, little sweet pink rosebud nipples. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait. My name is Jean Chrétien. Come have a look at my nipples. Was that good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jean Chrétien. Oh, Lester B. Pearson. Lay up. That Those guy. Some great nips. Maybe not nips, but I'd love to see that dude's butt. I assume that's where we're going with everyone. <laughs> Why... I've been to his grave, but he's buried pretty deep. You don't get to see anything. I wish they had buried him with just just his butt out of the surface of the <laughs> dirt. Or a picture of it on the tombstone. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Let, should we rate all the prime ministers uh, for how um, you know how uh, bangable they are? Let's start be at the easy. beginning. Okay. Sir John A. Macdonald. 10 out of 10. I say 1 out of 10. What? I don't know. You know I just, just that, um, You give me your reason, then I'll give you mine. That uh, that uh, genocide stuff just doesn't sit well with me. I was fine with all of that. What I really like is his fast food franchise. So, um, yeah. Okay. So who's next? Sir Wilfred Laurier. Wow, you're good. Um, I don't know if that's. I, I'm gonna skip a bunch. I'm not gonna have them all in order. Oh no, I I was like, wow, that's the second one. Wow, you're really you really paid attention in grade six. No, no, no. Um, he's on the five dollar bill. That's points. And he looks hot as hell on that bill. I mean, it's some of his best photography i think i'm actually gonna go for 10 diefenbaker oh i got both hands in my pants and thomas just noticed no i was it's because we're talking about diefenbaker was... <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a 10 out of a 10 for we me we already know it's a 10 out of 10 so i'm also going uh, to take the it. original prime minister trudeau pierre trudeau that guy's obviously 10 out of 10 no i'm giving him so few points why for making justin uh 
The blame goes up the chain. Paul Martin? Four. Four, yeah, I'm not really into him. Most boring person. Yeah. Prime ministers we have. I'm feeling really, uh, really... Canadian yeah. talking about all these prime ministers and I was thinking about we skipped earlier we today. skipped decades and decades I know because I just don't really no, know no we I think that's all of them it yeah. was um John A. McDonald's from uh 1867 to uh like 1905 yeah and then Laurier from 05 to probably 1950 and then Diefenbunkers you know, and just the times, a couple of Even years. Bunkers. And then, Even bonkers. Even bonkers. That was his clown persona. Then we're up to up to today. We got them all. It's a short list, Canada. Thanks for keeping it easy. There was Kim Campbell. You can't do her. That's too disrespectful. Seven. You can't, you, can't, <laughs> you, you can't objectify a woman, but you can objectify all those sexy, sexy white men. The, the state of Victoria, Great Ocean Road. We stopped at a beach. Thomas, out of the corner of his eye, using his Canadian sense, spotted a young baby seal. Oh, my God. It was so cute. And we walked up to it, and we just felt, like, our Canadian DNA just, like, we felt this overwhelming sense that we just wanted to fucking bash that thing with a club on the head. I looked over, and Brolin was trying to build a club out of sand. It didn't work. It didn't, it didn't work. work. You couldn't hold it. Like, it looks good on the ground, on the sand, but as soon as you try to pick it up, oh, I yeah. think the rage, you just broke through the sand. You get the perfect shape, and then you try to pick it up, and it just crumbles. Yeah, castles work. They stay on the ground, but you can't make a sand bat. There were rocks, that but... That didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. That didn't feel truly Canadian. It felt unethical. If you're going to club a seal, you have to use a club. It's a in nice the name. Honed piece of maple. In a pinch, you can use an aluminum baseball bat. You went to university. You care to comment on uh, the science part of this? There is a gene, uh, TGAF 37, and it's unique to Canadians. It is also how you know to smell maple syrup. And if you have that gene, you'll club a seal. You'll club a seal. Or you'll want to. Yeah, you'll want to. It's an, definitely a, a, an evolutionary part of yourself that you have to fight when you're, when you're in another country and you see a seal like we did. And it's adorable. The seal was adorable. The, the more adorable they are, though, the more you just want to fucking bust their skull in. Make a boot. Make a coat. I mean, so long as you use it all and you follow... Well, not all of it. Just the fur. I mean, throw the meat and body and stuff away. This seal might have been in danger. There was only one on the beach, so that seemed weird. It I was in a thought... protected area, too. That's a big part of oh, why yeah, we, yeah. It was on we the sanctu- definitely The other not... side of the sanctuary fence. That's definitely why we couldn't bash and, it. And we asked our Australian driver. We were like, can we just hang out outside of this fence? <laughs> hey, uh, if you want to go on ahead, we're just going <laughs> to hold back here for a second. We just want to check out this this seal for a while and this sweet, sweet, soft skull bone. <laughs> she didn't fall for it. She, she, she put us right in the car and took us along. She didn't let us out of her sight we for the rest of the day. We weren't even allowed out of the car for the rest of the day. She put the child locks on. Yeah, we were stuck in the back. He's done a lot of drinking in the last five days because he's visiting me for five days. And then, you know, I haven't seen him in over a year. Probably won't see him in... Uh, over a year again so we've done a lot of drinking and hanging out and since we're both heavily into gaming women and and the the book the game and and oh yeah yeah. how to manipulate women into liking us um we we uh it's science it's science and you just have to it's in it's in a book (laughs) you just have to neg them that's a term and um so we created uh a little uh fake scenario i'm thomas's dad oh yes and he's my boy. You've seen the movie Jack. He's got Jack disease Jack from the disease. movie Jack. Jack disease. With Robin Williams, the late great Robin Williams. Um, so that's why he we look the same age. 
if if things are going well with a girl and I like a girl, then he hugs onto her and says, "Is this my new mommy?" Yep. And I say, "No, son. You know your mommy died." And then we get the old sympathy thing. Yep. And then it's clean up on aisle rolling because Niagara Falls coming out of. Uh, that lady um and adult <laughs> children are very attractive to women i've heard and then if things aren't going well then i um give a little sniff and i pat thomas on the butt and pull the back of his pants out and have a peek in and say oh no his diaper's full we'll be right back but we never come back we don't come back i assume she's waiting there all night <laughs> when will that man and, and when will that man and his adult uh, son Come back from changing his diaper. She waits because she understands Brulin's struggle to have to change such large diapers. This, She's like, I don't know how long to wait on on an adult diaper change. This technique only works if somebody has seen the movie Jack, is aware of Jack disease, and understands that it is a real thing. So it was... Yeah, we did not meet one person that had seen the movie Jack. We were kicked out of several bars. I... Slapped. I pooped a lot for an afternoon. We also did the the old classic uh, trick where we uh, accidentally, and I'm doing air quotes, you can't say in the podcast, but accidentally super glued our cheeks to each other's cheeks from hugging um, while we were building models at home. And then we'd go to the emergency room and we'd meet cute girls in the emergency room. It wasn't uh, a plan. So So, fast. So it wasn't a plan. And then we went to the hospital. But it happened. We are firm believers in when life happens. Hands you lemons, you make lemonade. So when life makes you accidentally glue your cheeks together, you use that to try and pick up vulnerable women in the emergency room who are going through something hard. Oh, yeah, no, the uh, the women weren't nurses or doctors. They were people that are having serious problems. <laughs> give, me a, give me a name and uh, someone you want to hear me do an impression of, and I'll do an impression of them for you. Okay, I'm going to say my two favorite people in the world. Kanye West. Hey, baby. Oh, man, that's good. <laughs> Kanye, are you here? <laughs> and who else? Your mom? Yeah. Thomas, clean your room. <laughs> that was really good. That's pretty I good. felt like I was being scolded. You felt like you had to clean your room for a second. <laughs> I should have done that while you left. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like um, whatever you were saying while I was out there, I'm happy. It was not good. Let me <laughs> tell you it's something, son. Probably illegal. Let me tell you a little something about what I said. I said I wanted to take a knife and carve you from fucking you nose did. to nape and then you pull did. out your oh. heart, pull out your lungs, I thought you just jam your heart into one of your lungs. You throw the other lung away. I only need one lung. Pull out your intestine. Wrap everything in your intestines and then chomp away until there's not a bit left for anybody to see until I poop them out and they sort through my stool to find your DNA. Oh, like owls. Yeah, like owls. Yeah. Maybe we should say, That's where the UN is. I'm going to Cambodia for the next uh, three months in about two weeks. Maybe we should uh, say something for our Cambodian listeners. For our Cambodian listeners. Which is one. One person. Which is double the listenership that you said. <laughs> and this one goes out to all my Cambodian listeners. Chum rib sur, nyak suk sobaite. It helps to like read it as well. Min ignech da kurai sailan. Nope. Min vid da kurai sailan.
You heard me, Cambodia. What did you say? Have a lovely evening. How'd you move to here? Where? What's your job? My job is software and investment management. It's pretty boring. It sounds boring, but he has a lot of stuff he can't tell you and won't let me say on this podcast. Partially, probably true. Here, I'm going to say it anyway because I'm a renegade and I don't care. Here's what he does. He has money in... He works for actually the... Don't say that. And no, too bad, man. Too bad, man. You shouldn't have told me. You don't have a podcast. And he uh, keeps all of his money in a. Don't put it into Singapore. Uh, no, I will. I will. And then he put. And then he. If he transfers it to there, if he transfers it to. And then transfers it over to Singapore, he can. Not as Boolean. I don't have anything else to say. All right. Should I love we, you. Uh, have a quick uh, little smoochy poo before we go. I didn't think you had to ask. I've never asked before. This is the first. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Goodbye for now. Take care, my sweet friend. I'll see you when we do, and I'll like that visit too. Don't be a stranger or stay away long. We've got lots to talk about in time. I've a lot of friends with Brolin. Bye.